This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 365, How to Become a Patient Parent and The Parent I Aspire to Be, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Happy Friday to ya. I'm Joss Marie, and I'm here every Monday through Friday to narrate to ya from a variety of relationship blogs in hopes of optimizing your relationships. And today, I'm actually going to narrate two parenting posts from Leo Babauta, but before I jump into them, I just want to give a quick shout out to Care-of for sponsoring today's show. Care-of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. And they actually provide all the research that supports each of the recommendations backed by a scientific advisory board, which I appreciate a ton. I also love that a portion of every sale goes toward the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. To learn more and for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code ORD. But with that, let's get into Leo's parenting posts and start optimizing your life. How to Become a Patient Parent by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net I don't claim to be the world's most patient parent, but it's a goal of mine for this year, and it's something I'm dedicated to becoming. Every parent loses his or her patience. It's a fact of life. There are no perfect angels when it comes to moms and dads. We all get frustrated or angry and lose it from time to time. But patience can be developed over time. It's a habit, and like any other habit, it just takes some focus. Here's a list of 10 great tips and methods I'm trying out and experimenting with to help me become a more patient parent. Number one, count to 10. This one really works. When you feel yourself getting frustrated or angry, stop. Count slowly to 10. You can do this in your head. When you're done, most of the initial impulse to yell will go away. Alternatively, if you count out loud to 10, your kids will learn quickly that this is a good sign to run away. Number two, deep breaths. This works very well in conjunction with tip number one. Count to 10 and then take three slow deep breaths. Feel the frustration draining out of you with each breath. Number three, tally marks. One of the most effective and important methods for controlling an impulse, these worrisome urges that we have difficulty controlling, is to become more aware of it. And to do that, you should carry around a little pencil and paper all day, And each time you feel the impulse, in this case, to react with anger, mark down a tally. This is an extremely important first step. Once you become aware of your impulses, you can work out an alternative reaction. Number four, pretend someone's watching. I forgot where I read this tip, a couple places I think, but it's effective. Pretend you have an audience. You're less likely to overreact with your child if someone's there watching your every move. Number five, What would mom do? My mom is one of the most patient people I know, although she's human like the rest of us. So when I find my ire rising, I think, how would my mom handle this? And using this role model, I begin to change my behavior to something more positive. You can use any role model you want, not necessarily my mom. Number six, how does this help? When I'm about to say something to my kids, when I can remember, I ask myself, How does this help my child? This helps me to refocus on what's really important. Yelling or getting angry rarely helps any situation. Number seven, 
Take a break. Often it's best just to walk away for a few minutes. Take a break from the situation just for five to 10 minutes. Let yourself calm down, plan out your words and actions and solution, and then come back calm as a monk. Number eight, teach. This is something that helps me a lot. I remember that my kids are just kids. They are not perfect, they do not know how to do things, and they have a lot to learn. I am their teacher. I must be patient and teach them how to do things. Even if I've tried to teach them 10 times before, it might be the 11th time when things click. And remember, none of us learn things on the first try either. Find new ways to teach something, and you're more likely to be successful. Number nine, visualize. This works best if you do it before the frustrating situation comes up, when you're alone and in a quiet place. Visualize how you want to react the next time your child does something that typically gets you mad. How do you handle the situation? How do you look? What do you say? How does your child react? How does it help your relationship with your child? Think about all these things, visualize the perfect situation, and then try to actually make that happen when the situation actually comes up. And number 10, just laugh. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves that no one is perfect, that we should be enjoying this time with our kids, and that life should be fun and funny. Smile, laugh, be happy. Doesn't always work, but it's good to remind yourself of this now and then. Bonus tip, just love. Instead of reacting with anger, teach yourself to react with love. Your child spills something or has a messy room or breaks your family heirloom, yells at you or gets in trouble at school. React with love. It's the best solution. And I've actually got another post for you from Leo. But first, I just want to say thanks again to Kara for sponsoring today's show. Did you know that 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient? That's mind-blowing to me. But if you take care of's 5-minute quiz, they'll recommend the specific vitamins and supplements you need to get back on track. And the cool thing is that your vitamins get delivered to your door in personalized, easy-to-remember daily packs that are all perfectly aligned in a little box. For someone who fixates on organization, this was an immediate perk for me. Not to mention, I've got major pregnancy brain these days. So I find that as long as I set the box out on my kitchen counter, it's pretty tough to miss. And another great thing is that you can modify your monthly subscription at any time to match your new diet, health goals, or lifestyle changes. To learn more and for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code ORD. That's T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E-O-F.com and promo code ORD. The Parent I Aspire to Be by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net It's nearly Father's Day, and that always causes me to reflect on what kind of father I am. I think I'm pretty decent, though I'm not where I'd like to be. The good things I do. I try to inspire my kids. I do projects with them like programming and chess and website building. I read to the younger ones. I do outdoor things with them. I teach them about responsibility and compassion. I try to set a good example for them. But there's always more I can do, always. Actually, it's not that I can do more, it's that I can be with them in a different way. This is the father I aspire to be, 
I want to drop my expectations of them and be more accepting of who they already are. I want to be less controlling and let them be. I want to be less strict and just be with them. I want my actions around them to be less driven by fears and to let them make more mistakes and have more freedom. I want to be less focused on their future selves and more grateful for their present selves. I want to be the example for them to be happy, inspired, mindful, peaceful, loving, accepting, grateful. In the end, I will never be the perfect parent. I aspire to be better, but I will never reach that ideal state. I still think the aspiration is a worthy activity, if only because it causes me to reflect on my actions and see if they're aligned with my best values. In the end, it won't matter if I'm perfect as a dad. It will only matter if I am there for them and if I love them, which I do with all of the depths of my heart. You just listened to the post titled, How to Become a Patient Parent and The Parent I Aspire to Be by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. It's literally like everything Leo points out in these posts is coming straight from my own heart. I want more than anything to be all of those things he points out as a parent too, but I also need to remind myself that it's not about being the perfect parent because we're only humans, right? And as Leo says, in the end, All that really matters is that we love our littles and that we're there for them. And I'm sure you feel the same, but that's one thing I can smile with ease about because there ain't nobody denying how much I love Tail and our second unborn little. So with that, all I can say is namaste. And hopefully I'll see you again next week, where your optimal life awaits.